Welcome back. This is the Interesting People Podcast. I'm Britt. I'm Stina. Um, and we are back from our extended summer break. We are not dead. <laughs> Which is, might have been the assumption. No, thankfully we are back and we have a new episode for you today. Um, so we are going to be talking about um, a quote I have. We have a working theory and we have an interesting person. Yep. All the classics coming back at you. <laughs> Again, not dead. It's just hard to believe as Britt yawns next to me. I know. <laughs> just really tired. It's okay. I think it we happens. have another sponsor, though, today as well. Uh, yes. Um, they, uh, they've uh, been coming in now. So, <clears throat> there is an amazing sports event coming. Two giants of their sport will fight it out for approximately 45 seconds in front of a wealthy crowd of people looking on and shouting too loudly to hear what happens. Do you want to watch too? Well, for just a small fee of $120, you too can watch from your television. It'll be like you're actually there, probably. What's that? You've never heard of the two people fighting? Too bad. The whole country is hyped to see it, so you must be too. If you don't post a Snapchat or Instagram photo that you are watching it, then you are a loser. I assure you, this fight will be very entertaining. Note, fight is not assured to be entertaining. Um, so, I was a little confused when I first got this. And then I realized that it was referencing the uh, Mayweather-McGregor fight, which was all over the news. And apparently they have fights like this all the time where it's two people that you've never heard of, but it's like a really big deal for a reason that no one would tell you. And uh, don't forget to go watch those sports ball fights, sports fighting, fight sports, gladiators, Spartacus. Uh, Yeah, otherwise you're a loser. So, anyways... Uh, back to business. Um, so, Britt, you have a quote, and uh, that will also serve as uh, playing a little bit of catch-up yeah. on what we've been up to. Yeah, I have a quote from work this week. It was the first week of school. Woo! Uh, this last week, and so we were out of town at different times yeah, we for were a couple not, weeks in a row. We were not in the same state for most of the summer. Yeah. Which was super fun. Um, and then... Uh, we were preparing to get back into classes and get ready for school. Mm-hmm. So I, we both officially have had a week of school now. Yep. Um, and on Friday, I was really glad that it was Friday, even though we had only had students for three days. It was a really long three days this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I grabbed my phone and I texted one of my friends who's also a teacher, and I was like, hey, happy birthday! And he's teaching, so a couple hours later he replies, and he was like, thanks, but my birthday's not for a couple of months. And I was, looked at his text message, and I was like, what did I say? And so I scrolled back up, and I was like, shoot, Friday. I meant, happy Friday. <laughs> also, clearly I have lost my mind already this week. <laughs> um, and he replied and was like, I'm dying, that's so funny, but... So that's my quote of the week is actually a text that I sent because yes. I am already brain fried from school, but it's good to be back. You're trying. Yeah. Uh, you were trying to encourage him because uh, this is the first year he's a teacher, right? Yeah. I have a okay. couple of friends who this is the first year that they're teaching mm-hmm. um, and are exhausted and stressed out and tired. And I was like, welcome to being a teacher. Forever. <laughs> you're doing it right. <laughs> that <laughs> well, is yeah. the accurate feeling you should have right now. Yeah. You've run into people who are like 
saying like, oh yeah, I'm really tired. I worked like the whole 40 hours this week. And you're like, that's not much because you work a lot more than just your scheduled school hours. Right. Because teaching. Right. And it's also like there are days, most days, there's a lot more mental and emotional work I have to do. Mm-hmm. I don't get to like fill in spreadsheets or do paperwork, which I wish because that's like kind of mind-numbingly soothing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. instead I'm like planning lessons and writing curriculum and yeah. dealing with very individual student situations that require a lot of thought and right and you have the added challenge that your students are um english language learners so there's different um accommodations you have to do in different ways to teach and right um and then you and one of your coworkers are developing a new curriculum, which is super cool. But that's been uh, one of the reasons you've been so busy is, uh, you know, that takes time and right. effort and research and collaborating to yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Some late night after dinner meetings. Yep. <laughs> to get that done for the start of the school year. Yeah. So it's been good. But I'm only teaching at the high school this year. Woo! Um, which is awesome because I'm in one building all day. It's no sad. Can- I don't have kindergarten quotes this yes. year. But we'll have teenage quotes. But and it's true. They've been good at supplying them so far. It's true. Uh, especially because some of them have the attitudes of five-year-olds. Also true. Yes. Um, well, I have been... Uh, I had a summer school and clinic uh, through July. Um, so um, I was busy with that <laughs> and all my clients, all that. Uh, there was one time that I was at the clinic writing reports and Britt wanted to know if I wanted food and I was like no thanks and she's like not even which wish is your favorite restaurant and I'm like I forgot that existed <laughs> and so she got me some and it was great um and then I was home slash traveling in uh Wisconsin for a couple weeks and then I came back and it was orientation week for the new students the new first year grad students and so we had to do that and then school started and clinic started and now we're here so <laughs> yeah it was it was uh Britt was saying that we go from zero to a hundred in a very short amount of time um but we're both back uh we have already hosted a uh, star wars movie party uh which was super fun because Britain has never seen them so we've been trying to have some fun but uh it has um it has been busy very very quickly (laughs) it's true but this is my last semester of classes hopefully ever which is fun. And then just my externships, and I'll be a real person with a real job and classes. <laughs> and, you know, working on getting that getting that debt down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be back, and I hope that you're... I know your brain won't come back, but, you know. It, uh, well, maybe, if I get some sleep. <laughs> no, I'm glad to be back. It's nice to have a routine and a schedule and... Mm-hmm people who also enjoy talking about educational research <laughs> so that's not everybody's forte apparently yes, yes. it's so weird what what Whatever. yeah well thanks Britt. um and uh we'll see how we do because next time you'll hear from us will be after uh another full two weeks of school minus labor day so it's we true. might be better or worse it's true we'll see we also are starting our first two weeks this fall having family in town yep. for two weekends in a row. 
which doesn't help with the whole sleep and study schedule. Yeah, this is taping up like last fall because we were busy last fall too. It's true. Although we're not attempting to do hot yoga three times a week in the middle of that. No. Um, Because we're, uh, I'd like to think we're more realistic now. Yeah. We Um, could do some yoga. We could. We should. I like to do it here though because then we just quit when it's too hard. Right. And then we guilt. And we don't have to put on real clothes. It's true. I usually do it in my jammies. It's true. I like that. Yeah. We should do that. We should do that. We follow a YouTube channel called Yoga with Adrian, and Adrian has probably been feeling neglected uh, for, you know, only like eight months. Yeah, we don't want her to feel neglected. No. She really needs us to Clearly. yell at her while we're doing yoga. <laughs> There's a lot of yelling. Uh, you know, we have a lot of feelings. It's very therapeutic, though. Oh, yeah. Cathartic. I think that's how it should be. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I actually heard, uh, so where I go to school, there's a voice research expert, and she's teaching a class that, of course, I'm not taking because I really am not that interested in voice therapy, but he was saying that we as a society just don't yell enough, uh, and that your um, laryngeal, your throat muscles don't get as much of a workout. Because there's studies of, like, little babies who don't cry or scream as much, and their vocal muscles are less developed. And wow. so he said that, uh, obviously, with care, because you can damage your voice if you scream, but you uh, you need a good workout sometimes. I I think that it's why my throat is sore. Oh, yeah. I worked it out a lot this week, going back to work. Yep. And using my teacher voice, and my throat was not used to that after the summer. Yeah. If you can tell, uh, Britt's voice is a little bit tired today. Also allergies. Also allergies. And not sleeping well. And not sleeping well. <laughs> Hopefully in two weeks I'll be Hopefully. Uh, yeah. doing so much better. <laughs> Brick came in my room and it's like, we got to do the podcast. I'm just going to keep falling asleep on my <laughs> chair. So um, that's okay. Um, well, uh, since we've been back, uh, Britt and I have been attempting to eat a little bit healthier. Uh, yeah. Mostly because in spring when we were super stressed and busy, that kind of fell to the wayside. I mean, we still ate okay, but, you know, there was some room for improvement. We uh, relied on ice cream. Well, that was, I mean, that was, like, for our mental health. (laughs) Candy. What? Yeah, we did eat a lot of candy. And carbs. Yeah. In that order. (laughs) We made it, somehow. I mean, yeah. It was fine. I think there's seasons of your life where you're, like, purely surviving, and then there's seasons where you're like, okay, we could do some improving. Yeah, yeah, so we're in the improvement phase. <laughs> but uh, uh, we have a lot of Facebook friends that we've noticed a trend with and uh, or po- other podcasts, and, you know, I'm, com- I'm coming in hot on this because this is just a silly working theory that is uh, apparently something is uh, all the foods that give you cancer. It's research-based, though. Oh, yeah, and I'm not saying, like, foods that, like, aren't as good for you. No, they cause cancer. By themselves. Britt, where did you hear about this first? Um, I heard about it from a podcast that I was listening to um, that I, I really respect the podcast in general. Um, and they were um, interviewing a scientist, or a, not a scientist even, he's um, a dietitian. Okay. Um, and just like a general practitioner, doctor, um, named Joel Furman. Okay. Who has a book called Eat to Live. Okay. So it's about, instead of living your life to eat food, you should just be eating what is going to help you live a better life. Okay. And make fair help with your mood and your energy levels and all that, which makes sense. Um, but I think he takes it to the extreme when he had talked about how like sugar and processed flour, 
and all these foods that we eat, um, not only, like, are they making us depressed and fat and lazy, but they also cause cancer. Okay. Um, and so some of the research, and I think I told you that, was he said, like, if you have, like, two servings of baked goods, so think like a bakery cookie yeah. from a grocery store, if you have two a week, there's, like, I don't remember the percentage, but, like, a significant increase of your likelihood to be depressed. And I was like, What? So, I don't know. I, I haven't seen the actual studies, and I'm sure they're uh, rather small. Right. I took I took a little bit of a peek in some of this area, and th- their, their conclusions might... Well, it's the classic thing of which a lot of people struggle with, is that correlation does not imply causation. Right. So, someone who is depressed or may develop depression may also eat more baked goods. Right. They may not, and there may be some correlation, but that doesn't mean that cookies cause cancer right? or depression or anything. They're not good, you know, not saying they're right. good. Um, but I had seen right after this, because we had talked about this for a while, um, after Britt listened to the podcast, that podcast, and then one of our, like, high school friends, her husband had posted this really long post about how... Um, they were going to eat better. And I was like, okay, that's good. Good goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it was, he went into the reasons why of all the re- things that cause cancer. So they were going to a whole food plant-based diet, which means vegan or keto, I think. Mm-hmm. Usually I looked it up. Um, and I was like, well, okay. He's like, I've done the research. I don't want any, you know, ignorant opinions on here. I want well-informed <laughs> people. And we're like, Okay, that's fine. Uh, so I decided, I was like, you know, I'm going to look up what causes cancer. So I just, I Googled foods that cause cancer. Uh, so buckle up, people. Uh, there's a lot. So, Britt, I'm going to tell you what causes cancer. First of all, microwave popcorn. No, that was literally dinner the other night. <laughs> um, well, apparently, the microwave bags are lined with carcinogenic chemicals. That's and true. so is the, the artificial butter flavor in popcorn. Chemical that gives you cancer, uh, so uh, don't eat that. But I like that it makes my bowel movements more regular. Well, when you eat a bag of popcorn a week. For once, we're not talking about your bowel movements. <sighs> also, non-organic produce. Anything non-organic is going to give you cancer because of all the toxic fertilizers and hormones. Because God I help have you. heard though that apples, non-organic apples, mm-hmm. can have a load of more chemicals than organic apples. Well, right. Doesn't mean they cause cancer. And they also don't last as long. Well, that's true. Uh, canned tomatoes. What? I know. We eat those all the time. Well, what's interesting is there's a chemical in tomatoes, apparently, that lowers your cancer risk. But if you eat canned tomatoes, cold, they totally cancels it out because of the canned something, something they do. I don't know. Uh, processed meats. Also my favorite. Um, farm-raised salmon, which is very specific, but I don't like fish. Uh, potato chips. I'm a bit sad about that one. But we've been trying to cut out potato chips. We have. Hydrogenated oils. Salty, pickled, and smoked foods, which are also my favorite. <laughs> Processed white flour. GMOs. I will not get into the GMO argument um, because that is something that can tend to be a bit controversial that I will not totally bring out. This is just purely the fact that I, this is a list that's called 16 cancer-causing foods you should avoid. Number 15 completely shocked me. It's a little <laughs> quick, lady. Uh, refined sugars, artificial sweeteners, anything termed diet, so like fat-free, low-fat, any of that. All right, but the sugar and the diet thing, 
It is proven that those are worse for you. Oh, Artificial yeah. Artificial sweeteners. Yeah, they're bad. And, like, diet foods yes. usually have fake sweetener in it. Yes. Which those your are, body can't process. Those are bad for you. You should just eat less of real right. sugar. Um, alcohol. No. Yeah, so this is, so what it is is that. So sad. There is, and I had to learn this for a test once, it's excessive alcohol use. Oh. Um, can, um, especially if you have that and you smoke cigarettes, you're much more likely to get, like, um, mouth and throat cancers, so be careful. But, like, having a little bit is actually pretty good for you, especially, you know, the thing is like red wine. Oh, speaking of red, red meat it will give you cancer. That's uh, like most of your diet. Well, and soft, drink, and soft drinks will give you cancer. Oy so, vey. again, these are things that are not good for you, and I agree with that. If you want to eat better, awesome. You should. I eat like crap. I'm trying to do better. Like, that's great. However, <laughs> this is one of 30 similar lists that said these foods cause cancer, so you shouldn't eat them. Right. And I'm like, well... <sighs> <laughs> What are things that, like, do cause cancer? Uh, tobacco use. Smoking. Don't smoke. For the love of God, don't smoke. <laughs> if you can help it. Um, Expose, uh, or oh. long exposure to the sun. Yeah, asbestos. Don't go tanning. Don't go tanning. Asbestos. Don't hang out in houses for the asbestos. Or lead. That's not good for you either. Or the classroom across from my classroom, which <coughs> has asbestos in it. Yeah, they're cleaning it out, though. They're working on it. Um, don't eat lead paint. Yeah. Don't... Excessive alcohol use. Like, like you're an alcoholic. Like, that kind of alcohol use is linked with higher rates of cancer. Um, I don't know what other things that are proven to cause... Well, I mean, other than exposure to radiation... Rip Marie Curie. Uh, True. Sad. Uh, and her husband. It doesn't turn you into Superman. No, no. <laughs> the opposite, really. It turns you into Skeleton Man. <laughs> um, no, but it is interesting, the food. And I do know that we have been trying to follow a diet that would be similar to this list um, as far as avoiding um, high sugar foods, right. fat, um like fried foods. Yeah, and diabetes runs in my family, so, you know, like lowering the carb count. Right. You know, doing that kind of thing. Yeah, less um, carbs, more vegetables and fruit. And, yeah. um, oh, and then if we do eat carbs, trying to have whole wheat instead yeah. of white processed flour. Right, which is like, okay, great. And again, you should do that. Just don't tell me it's because you're preventing cancer and preventing right. that kind of thing. Because well, and it, we were talking about, it does win on your body a lot, too. Because oh I yeah. was telling you that, like, if I eat too much fresh fruits, or beans are supposed to be really good for you, but mm -hmm. my stomach just can't handle it, and I get super sick. <laughs> when we make chili, we have to, like, portion it out over a series of days. And freeze some. And freeze some, otherwise our we stomachs both, yeah. revolt. But it's so good. And it's so good for you. I know. <laughs> just can't do it that consistently. Yeah. Six yeah. days in a row is too much. We made a lot of chili that one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you were talking about how, like, your ancestors are not from countries that have spicy food, for instance. Right. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. This isn't based in any research. This is just this total is another working on. theory. Yeah. Um, within one. Yeah, within a working theory. It's just that you're... It's known that some diseases are hereditary, mm -hmm. and so I wonder if your the way that your stomach and your intestines handle certain foods is hereditary as well. 
yeah. if they don't process the right chemicals to handle some foods compared to others. So right. my, my heritage is mostly Scandinavian, um, and so we don't eat spicy food. Nope. My grandma, my mom never made super spicy food. <laughs> um, not a thing. And nope. so... Um, and so it's both recently in my family, I did not have a lot of exposure to spicy food, and I think historically not really. Um, and so I just can't eat anything <laughs> spicy or I'm really sick. Yeah. And for me, my stomach actually doesn't bother me, but I just, I don't, I, I can't do it. Like, even the mildest spice seems like a tsunami of spice to me. Right. And I also have Scandinavian heritage along with... Uh, English and Irish, as many Americans have heritage, uh, which is known for being very bland. Right. I mean, the, the Ireland, once they got potatoes, they're like, all right, this is it. This is my life now. It's <laughs> potatoes. Um, I mean, you can't blame them. Right. I mean, potatoes right. are pretty great. Um, so, um, and my dad's mother, you know, she cooks like someone who's... Uh, parents are from England, right. which is uh, plain, bland, ketchup is a spice kind of thing, <laughs> uh, and I don't like ketchup, so boy, it was really bland for me, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's some studies they've been doing, oh gosh, I'd have to even look this up, but of like, they're trying to determine what um, factors in like someone's life influence factors in like genetically in their right. descendants' lives, but that's hard to do because it's retroactive because we haven't had this technology until very recently. Right. Um, so you can only do so much. But um, and also, speaking of technology, we're still learning a lot about cancer and how to treat it. And this, our, yeah, and the way this, our bodies work in general. Yeah, this same guy who we were referencing earlier posted about when he was posting about their new diet and stuff he also went into how uh the current treatments for cancer are useless and that you just have to eat good food to not to to cure yourself from cancer there was some lady in his comments who was like yeah i didn't i didn't have that poison or cutting or burning and i just ate well or like lived well and then i was fine or something right. and I'm like well um maybe that's certainly possible right um my my uh I've had experiences with family members who have had very miraculous recoveries but I've also had experiences with family members who had to have mastectomies or radiation right. or chemo and they are not great treatments but they're something Right. Uh, and maybe swearing off all medicine ever is not is uh, not the leap to go to. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe, you know, a happy middle well, ground. Well, there's a huge <laughs> lack of research in how our stomachs and our intestines work, too. I mean, we know the basics of how your body processes food. But as far as, like, specific foods and if your body is able to use the nutrients from that foods it depends on so many factors yeah. so if anybody tells you like this is the only food you ever have to eat again like they're wrong right because it's going to change in a year or two oh yeah it changes constantly of what foods are good for you and bad for you and why right oh my gosh it's so much so so yes and yes americans eat we eat horrifically me included but right. and that's okay try to eat better Maybe don't make your goal to prevent and cure cancer. 
with your right. food. That you know, let's let's do a nice like I'll feel better and I'll have more energy. That's a good like goal. <laughs> right. <laughs> and eating more fresh fruits. Like yeah, let's stick with that. Let's not jump to like my goal was I like, am the cure for cancer. Not to crave candy constantly. Yes, we've done pretty good with that. We well, yeah. We, we didn't have, have any candy in the apartment. No, because it's so weird when you don't buy it. You don't eat it. It's the weirdest You'll thing. You'll have an apple instead. I know. I've had so much, like, apple and cheese and carrots, and I'm like, oh. Fancy. I know. Well. I tried I tried broccoli. Ooh. How's that? And yeah, I forgot I don't like raw broccoli. <laughs> yeah, I, I could do broccoli in things. Steam that. We may have to cook that. Yeah. Raw. Ugh. So, but carrots and apples. Yeah, carrots, apples. I know. love avocado. You have been eating avocado and guacamole like a fiend. I have been eating a a um, container container of guacamole yeah. every week all summer. Yep. Whatever gets you through the days. Yeah. <laughs> it's organic though, so it's, oh. I won't get cancer from oh, it. Phew. Thank God. Right. Yeah. This week, the last couple weeks, we've been like, oh, that causes cancer. Dang it. Oh man. Right. Now I'm, that's it. Good thing you cut soda. Oh, mostly. Thank. Yeah. I had uh, I had my first soda last night at dinner, which is the first I'd had in two weeks, which I know sounds not impressive, but because I don't drink coffee or tea, really, I needed a source of caffeine to make it through grad school, and I love Coca-Cola, and so I was like, well, this is my life now, uh, and then I came back, and I'm like, well, I could die. I guess I better cut down on that, uh, so I've been cutting down, but last night I decided to treat myself, <laughs> because every so often, you like need a treat. my Culver's for dinner on Friday night. Yes, that was your treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and popcorn. And pop. Well, you know, you no know. one's perfect, no. especially after the first week of teaching school. No, no it'll perfect. get better. Yeah. Um, well, so this is an interest. I have an interesting person that is um, kind of, um, kind of. Well, we'll say along the lines of a impressive. Um, specimen in like living we'll say like he's an impressive person in the fact that he lived as long as he did okay so uh Brit Stina. Uh, and it's probably you've I think you've heard this story but I don't know if probably. you know the name okay so this is Mr. Roy Sullivan uh and he was born in the rural Virginia back in 1912 back in the day um and uh he had one dream that he did his whole life, his dream job, and he was a ranger, a park ranger. Nice. So he started at the Shenandoah National Park in 36, which is when he was about 24. Um, and um, they said he was really handsome and rugged. Um, he was described as resembling Gene Hackman. So for all of you who know what Gene Hackman looked like in his glory days, <laughs> that's what this guy looked like, apparently. So thank you, Roy Cleveland Sullivan. His middle name is Cleveland, which is great. Um, so the reason that he is known at all is uh, because he lived. Um, and uh, so in uh, 1942, um, he was hiding from a thunderstorm in his lookout tower. Um, the tower got hit seven or eight times by lightning and there was fire, so he ran out. Um, and when he was in the tower, he had been like, he had also been hit by lightning while he was in the tower. Um, and it burned a half inch strip along his right leg, his, hit his toe, and left a hole in his shoe. And later he would say that was the worst one. Now I'd like to point out, that was the worst one <laughs> lightning strike. Uh, he actually got hit by lightning seven separate times over a period of about 80 years. Oh my goodness. Um, so 
The next time was about 27 years later, so he's a little older. He was uh, driving in his truck down a mountain road and um, got uh, hit by lightning. Um, it knocked him unconscious, burned off his eyebrows and eyelashes, and set his hair on fire. The car, the truck kept going, and it stopped near a cliff edge. <laughs> Didn't go off. Oh, goodness. The next year, he was just struck in his front yard. Just, you know, it uh, it uh, jumped to his left shoulder. The lightning jumped in his left shoulder and seared it. Two years later, he got hit again when he was in a <laughs> ranger station, um, and it set his hair on fire. Uh, so he um, was trying to smother the flames on his head with his jacket, um, then rushed to the bathroom, but he couldn't fit his head under the water tap, and so he used a wet towel. Um, and it was at this point that old Roy was thinking that some force was trying to kill him. Maybe. Um, and that was where he said he acquired his fear of death after the fourth oh time goodness. being hit by lightning. Um, and he w- became very afraid of storms. Um, so whenever he was caught in a storm, he would pull over and lie down. If like he was driving and lie down in his truck. Um, he also was very worried that he would attract lightning if he stood in a crowd of people. Um, he also carried a can of water with him at all times in case his hair was set on fire again. Oh, I know. Poor boy. He's like, by the way, this is what, 1972. So he is, um, uh, let's see, he's 60 years old at this point. Uh, the next year he got hit again. <laughs> In 1973, um, he swears there was a storm cloud. Well, there's a storm cloud forming while he was on patrol in the park, and he drove away. But he swears that the cloud was like following him when he thought he outrun it. He left his truck and got hit by lightning bolt. Um, Set his hair on fire again. uh, Moved down his left arm and left leg and knocked off his shoe, and it then crossed over his right leg just below the knee. Um, He crawled to his truck. He somehow was conscious. Poured the can of water which he kept with him over his head and because his hair was on fire again. You Three think years he'd la- go bald at this point. Right. Like he would just keep his head shaved. Right. Screw it. <laughs> Three years later, hit again, uh, injured his ankle. Um, again, he thought there was a, he saw a storm, ran away, and he swears it was following him and it struck him anyways. The last hit was the next year when he was um, fishing. Um, The lightning hit the top of his head, traveled down, burnt his chest and stomach. Um, And then, this is the funniest part of his report for it, he turned to his car where, um, so he was fishing, a bear approached the pond and tried to steal the trout from his fishing line. And after being hit by lightning, he hit the bear with a tree branch. And he said that this was the 22nd time that he had hit a bear with a stick in his life. (laughs) And I'm like, Roy, sweetheart, like, stop it. Stop. So all of these strikes were confirmed by the superintendent of Shenandoah National Park. Um, He said also, Roy said that he thinks he was struck by lightning when he was a child, when he was helping his father on the farm. Um, But he couldn't, like, prove it, so he never claimed it officially. So he was struck at least seven times. Also, his wife was struck once, too, when she was um, hanging close in their backyard. And somehow, when she was hit that one time, he wasn't, even though he was, like, basically a a metal pole, essentially. Um, They did the statistics on this, and for Roy, it's a little bit different because his job as a park ranger made... um, made it so that he was outside in storms a lot more frequently than the average person. Right. But for an average person, the odds of being struck by lightning once over a period of 80 years is about 1 in 10,000. 
So the odds of being hit seven times is one in 10,000 to the seventh power, which is one times 10 to the 28th power. Oh my uh, goodness. And for those who don't know, that means that's 10 with 28 extra zeros. Um, so uh, he somehow lived, uh, lived through this. Um, and actually, um, he said that people avoided him later in life because they were worried about being struck by lightning by him, Aww. and it made him sad. And he said there was one time he was walking with a chief ranger one day when lightning struck way off in the distance, and the chief said, I'll see you later. Um, and he Poor Roy. I know. Well, and then he uh, committed suicide when he was 71. Uh, It's called Mysterious Circumstances. Um, Officially, he shot himself over an unrequited love while lying next to, in bed next to his wife, who was 30 years younger and also apparently did not notice his death for several hours. Okay, then. So, Roy had a bit of a strange life and ending to it, but officially, he shot himself over unrequited love when he was 71. <laughs> um, and two of his ranger hats are on display. One in, uh, at the, they're both at um, Guinness World Exhibit Halls in New York and South Carolina. Um, and uh, there's a picture of him with a hat with a massive burn mark in the top of the head. <laughs> so, uh he oh his nickname was the human lightning conductor and the human lightning rod. Uh, I can't imagine why because he struck <laughs> by lightning seven times in thirty five years. <laughs> so uh, that's Ray Cleveland Sullivan, uh, who you know what I bet he could eat anything he wanted, probably, and not get cancer. Probably. He might get hit by lightning. But probably. <laughs> But yeah, I couldn't even imagine. I was just reading this. I think I found the post on Reddit, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? The poor guy. I know. It's like, there's going to be a storm. Should I call my wife and say I can't make it home tonight? I kind of feel like he's like Eeyore. Yeah. He's like, oh, not again. Oh. <laughs> he's like, got a little black rain cloud just for him. Oh. <laughs> well, and it's... Some people who get struck by lightning, don't they have like... Some sort of cognitive, like it doesn't affect their brain function slightly. I usually they don't remember it. Like they, it just like stops their brain for a second. Okay. I guess it depends. Some of them get those gnarly lightning scars. Have you seen those? Right. Yeah. Those are pretty pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, apparently he was fine. I mean, other than repeatedly having his hair set on fire. Well, and he got pretty paranoid. I, I would. I don't blame him. But yeah. After the fourth time, when you're like, you know, I think there's something going on here. Somebody's out to get me. I think Thor, I must have ticked him off. (laughs) Something. Um, So, uh, yeah. So, I know that you enjoy being outside. I do. uh, Be careful. I will be careful. (laughs) Don't get hit by lightning. Right. Seven times in 35 years. I also don't spend so much time in national parks. That's true. We should. National parks are great. Sure. But we're a little busy right now. And I know you were sad today because you set up your hammock and then started to rain. I know. After I figured out how to get it set up in our tiny back porch. <laughs> and I got it all set up and I sat down and I ate a piece of pizza and then it rained. I was like, oh, <laughs> working inside apparently. Yeah, I came home and Brick goes, I'm upset. And I look in the corner and there's the hammock on the floor. I'm like, it's because it was raining. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this afternoon it'll be nice out again. Yes, I hope so. So anyways, um, that is 
all we have for today. Um, it's a little bit shorter, but that's okay because we've uh, still got a lot of work to do. We're getting back into the swing of podcasting. Yes. We also have to go grocery shopping and do laundry. Yes. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know what could be worse? Being struck by lightning seven times. It's true. And then dying from unrequited love. Allegedly. 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 We should look into it. (laughs) Cold case files. (laughs) The uh, Interesting People podcast edition. (laughs) It could be cool, you know? Could could be a winner. We could take this in a whole new direction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm Britt. I'm Stina. And this is the Interesting People Podcast. Um, you can find us on all the social medias, by which we mean Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, and the website, theinterestingpeoplepodcast.com. Yep. Uh, have a great couple weeks, and we'll see you next time. Bye!